warmed up today. We're going to just dance a little bit to the song here. Let's just go. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I am Aurora. Dance with us. Come on. 30 seconds dance. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us. I am Aurora. I am the founder to Aura Hypnosis Healing Entity Removal Past Life Regression. I am honored every day to be here in this most gigantic time and space with you all, the collective, sharing all that we share. I am on TikTok, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, everywhere you can think of. I am there. So thank you for joining us today. You saw the round table, the name. Wow. So awakened and healing Tartaria and Mother Earth, period. So all these beautiful souls we put together today um, to share with you in the ways that they sh they heal Mother Earth. And it could be something they're all equally, whether it's something that we're doing more intensely and more derived to do so, or it could be something more gentle in our everyday life. But so important that we are here and most importantly, because we are in a time of space that we know all sorts of natural disasters, supposedly, but we know they're not natural that are occurring um, that we talk about in our Antarctica Tartaria series. Check that out if you haven't. Then also um, specifically what they're trying to do with the war right in Israel. So it's really important that we join up together and that we start accumulating together in this ability of being the fact that we are light warriors of love whether that is just embodying love every day or going out there and directly going to lands and spaces and helping those spaces shift so that we could bridge in and anchor in more of the organic blueprint because the more we do this collectively the more we get closer and closer to the collective ascension so amazing yeah go to my website find out more information about risingphoenixaurora.com is my website i have a super mega sale going on right now why because we need more of you here assisting so 23 percent off which is huge and really unheard of so go check that out it's just till november 1st go to patreon all these beautiful practitioners here, some of them are aura practitioners, passive regression entity removal or raw Reiki as well, certified, but they're also done the Isis Priestess course and the Quantum Galactic Akashic reading, which are gigantic and infinite in the ways and go to my website to find more information about that but uh, I teach that live starting November 1st is open enrollment for that so they are here representing Isis Priestess course and Quantum Galactic Akashic reading as well, because come over and come embody your your being your third eye remote view sense channel in all ways that you are individually created so november 1st come come check us out patreon and to support all that i do for four dollars a month go to patreon as well go to my retreats workshops angels nashville still one more spot amazing all right let's get started and go take advantage of that sale but yes oh yes and then book two is out Woo! We wow, incredible. Let's go into the multiverse, y'all. Did anybody, uh, any of you guys start reading it yet? The book, 
Utu? I just yeah. ordered mine today. Ah, <laughs> beautiful. How, who's the, who do you think is the farthest in? Who's the farthest in, you think, I think? I've gone into chapter two. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Anyone else? Amazing. Anyone else? We good? All right. <laughs> you, I, I know it just came out. So amazing, amazing. So you're already on chapter two, Latoya. Beautiful. So those of you who haven't purchased it, go purchase it because this is what this is video is about a lot about about going into the earth and healing mother earth and removing uh, the parasites and how to go to the sacred spaces that we go to but again within home or outside of home as well so yay all right we want to say strongly before we begin and introduce these beautiful healers of earth that we don't consent to your trolls and hates keep it to yourself it will be yours to transmute so don't even bother Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can find all these beautiful practitioners on their aurapractitioners.com. And then if you have any questions for us, you can write them in comments. We have Gina supervising the comments now. So write the questions there, and then we'll get to all your questions as best as possible. Beautiful. So here we go. Amazing. Ah, incredible. Okay, so let's see. Where do we begin? Ah. <laughs> Latoya, open it up for us, girl. <laughs> so tell us where you guys are from and, you know, all of that. And give us a little intro on, in the ways that you that you are a healer on earth. Greetings, everyone. I am Latoya, and I am here in Texas, in Southeast Texas, and I am just in so much gratitude, Aurora. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this roundtable and to discuss with you all uh, all the ways in which we all are collectively aiding uh, Mother Earth as well as Ascension. I am very honored uh, to be here to share my heart with you all. Um, the ways in which I have found um, that my life has really grown is when I began with the Isis Priestess course. I uh, believe that every soul should join the Isis Priestess course. Um, yes, we do a lot of shadow work on our own prior to you know, arriving uh, at a vibration where we can connect with Aurora and we find her divinely. Um, you know, and I've done all of the releases and you know, um, as well as, you know, traveling about and grounding and all of those are beautiful sacred practices. But my life really elevated and my healing elevated when I began with the Isis Priestess course. And so um, within there, I was able to really um, learn and reconnect with the healer that I am so much of my life began to truly make sense. You know, I, there was so much that I had always done, uh, never really connecting with that. It was because I was a healer. Cause I didn't, um, you know, in my 3d life, I didn't work as a healer. So I wasn't at identifying with it at first. Um, however, Isis priestess course, uh, has been marvelous, uh, allowing me to reconnect with me. And what's so beautiful about it is it's not religion. It's not Aurora telling you who you are. It is, she's holding sacred space for you to discover 
yourself and remember all those parts of you. And I'm just so thrilled and excited because I really, um, life just started to truly make sense after, you know, being a part of Isis Priestess course and then moving on to Quantum Galactic Akashic, although I had started to work on, you know, um, really my channeling and working for me to be, um, you know, embodied as far as who I am in my higher self form, uh, you know, Quantum Galactic Akashic really brought it all home for me. I mean, that's really where you learn to travel not only your Akashic records, but you travel the Akashic records of those who come to you for aid and you discover who you are. And I mean, whoa, has it been a ride and an adventure um, ever since. And so now, you know, in offering these services to others, I then went on the journey to become aura practitioner as well as raw practitioner and to hold sacred space for others to be able to rediscover who they are and to, you know, reconnect with the essence of their soul. Um, there's just no greater work that any of us can do. Um, not only is it a blessing for us to hold that space for that individual, but the work that they do on themselves that ripples out to their families, to their communities, and then to the greater collective, to Mother Earth, that is how we all are going to actively participate in um, bringing forth ascension and eradicating the artificial uh, that is within. And so I will just end at this moment with saying, um, when Divine Mother shared with me, Latoya, as you heal, I heal. And as I heal, you heal. So I'd like you all to remember that, that as you, no matter which way you go about your healing, um, if you come and join us as a practitioner, or if you choose to engage one of us uh, to hold space for you to heal yourself, know that in whatever form it may be, what you do matters. It matters not just to yourself, but it matters to the collective and to Mother Earth. Beautiful, Latoya, you are just gorgeous in the ways that you describe everything. Just absolutely gorgeous. Thank you, thank you. Ah, how about Kim? Kim, tell us who you are. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Kim. I live in Michigan. And um, I am just actually today returning off of a trip that I've taken for the last two and a half weeks. Um, part of my journey this year has been to um, go to where my heart is calling me. And it started out earlier, um, I would say in March, April, somewhere in there, I uh, took a trip to Ireland. Um, because I felt that I needed to just put my feet on the soil. Um, I had strong memories of being in Ireland and it really recalled a lot of who I was. Um, it was very empowering to be there. That kind of led along the way uh, to later points in time this year. I went on the um, 
reunion at Eureka Springs and on the way down there, I felt called to go to these Indian burial mounds that are in Illinois. And one of the things that I have discovered about myself is that I build light pillars. And we know that trees are pillars of light. We know this. Um, and I connect strongly to, uh, to trees as we many, many of us do. But one of the things I felt guided to do was to actually build pillars of light where in my imagination, as we know that our imagination is very real and connects us um, to our, uh, our missions, um, I connect things to the etheric DNA, I mean, sorry, the etheric crystalline grid. And I build this pillar of light and it puts it right down deep into mother earth and it anchors this light. And so I felt called of these places to put these pillars of light. Um, in a lot of those spaces, there's a lot of nefarious things that have done through space and time. And so it serves as an undoing, so to speak, and brings things into neutra neutrality and um, holding for ascension. That's, that's what has been happening. And I, this past two and a half weeks, I felt called, um, now this, mind you, I'm, I'm like a regular schmo here. <laughs> and I don't really, you know, sometimes I get a thought in my mind to um, a place. And this happened in the summer, it, the, 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 the place was four corners. And I was like, four corners, four, four corners where? So Four Corners in the United States is Colorado, where, where they meet, Colorado, Arizona, Utah, and New Mexico. And we know that we're in the fourth cycle. Uh, four is a sacred number. It's a foundational number. And I knew that I was supposed to build a master pillar of light at, this, at these four corners. And I wasn't sure exactly when I was going to be doing it, but as time went on through the summer, I recognized that I would be doing this in October. And lo and behold, it was significant because the eclipse just happened on the 14th. And as I'm in my travels, I am going to these other sacred spaces. Uh, listen, I don't have a plan of what I'm doing. I have a general idea that I'm going out west. And as I'm traveling a highway, uh, something sparks my interest. I feel into my heart and I'm like, I'm supposed to go there. <laughs> That's literally how it sometimes works. And in this space, um, uh, I, I had just built some of these pillars along the way. And then when the eclipse happened, uh, it activated these pillars and it connects us all. Um, so this is a little bit about what I'm doing. Um, it's, uh, it's been a joy to discover these little bits and pieces of the puzzle about what it is that I'm to be doing. And I just had a uh, Kashuk reading actually with uh, Aurora yesterday who confirmed so many things and it was just, it was a beautiful experience and I thank her so much. Thank you. Wow, Kim, the work that you do is just absolutely incredible. I know, um, um, we recently talked and, and um, I just feel so blessed every day to be here and, you know, beginning with Latoya's love and her understanding to the ways that, you know, she 
embodies such an infinite love within her and the way that you Kim as well you embody such a strong light source of light inside of you that is you know building these pillars of light and uh, I personally love what what um Kim mentioned and the ways that she's doing this is because especially with the the four like the number four and these pillars and how they protect the space and anywhere you go and they um, create force fields and how then these four pillars will bring in the organic blueprint of the space that you're anchoring in so I think we all could be building pillars of light like this you know also within safety like placing invisibility cloak as we always teach through all our teachings to place cloaks so that they won't see you doing um when you're doing uh, what you're doing to bring in that cold and that infinite source of light that's coming in through those pillars so it's very gigantic um in the ways that these pillars can really go infinitely and we could probably talk about this for a while but um, thank you, thank you for the work that you're doing with Mother Earth and, and ev everything you're doing. You're just loved and appreciated. And thank you for all the viewers who are here as well. You are appreciated and loved for, for being a, a matching vibration to this understanding and everything that we're, we'll be, be speaking about today. So I hope that through all these beautiful healers that you hear, that they'll you know activate and ignite within you different ideas and the ways that you can go and heal Mother Earth and Tartaria, specifically with the war that is happening right now and um we have to find ways that we can we can transmute you know counter these infringements that they're trying to create a war and we don't consent to that and the way that we do that is we're not going to go over there and hold the gun and start shooting like they want people to do you know in the military instead what we're going to do is we're going to fight with our swords of light and our shields up and we're going to hold our love in our hearts and expand it and grow in a lot of like what also, Kim just said, spreading that light and um, just absolutely incredible. And thank you, Latoya, again, for sharing your beautiful journey and the way that you got yourself here. And yes, and the Isis Priestess course is incredible. It's so important, specifically what Latoya said, is that I'm not doing this for you. We're giving you the, the sacred teachings and you're doing this for yourself. So if you've been thinking about it, join us already. We need to grow you all. The light on earth needs to grow to bring in that collective ascension so thank you thank you both all right so um we have beautiful candy candace look at how gorgeous you look tell us <laughs> thank you and thank you all i'm so honored truly truly honored and to be here in this beautiful space right now um so thank you i i'm candace and I have taken every single course that Aurora offers. I'm um, certified in um, Isis Priestess, Aura, um, Hypnosis, Raw Reiki, all of it, all of it, all of it. And just like Toya and beautiful Kim had said previously, how it really has opened, it just opens your heart and your awareness to what is already yours. So, these teachings that Aurora has um, offered, uh, she's, that she's offering, are just sacred teachings that are all of ours already. We just don't remember. And it's just so beautiful that she's helping us to remember who we are, remember these beautiful sacred teachings and sacred alchemy that helps us every single day. I know it does for me every single moment that I have these sacred alchemy 
my shields and all the teachings and everything that I have learned with love. It's all embodied in this beautiful bubble of love. And you feel that and you remember that love is your shield. Like you are love. I am love. We are in love together. And my feel like a part of my huge mission here or how I do my every day is just embodying that love and remembering who I am and that love within me. And that will just ripple out. I'm just so honored to be here. I have so much to share. I'm going to allow another beautiful soul um, at this time. Thank you again so much. And thank you. Thank you, Candice. And then we also have the full moon, right? Coming up. Is that today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow. And it's a lunar eclipse, isn't she? She is. And that back to back again that we saw, right? In, um, in April, March and April, incredible. So expect some grand shifting within earth and every eclipse that happens you all, the way that they showed me, it's just like um, we shift. It's like we literally like the collective shifts into a whole different timeline. Oh, like that Mandela effect that we talked about in our recent video. So make sure you're really honoring yourself and holding that space during this time and just really having some beautiful sacred time with within yourself. and during this uh, solar eclipse that is going to be most powerful. We need more and more. And the way that it showed me is the more eclipses that brings us closer to the most positive timeline for 2024. So let's keep doing that, you all. Okay, uh, Philip, you wanna say hi, our beautiful divine masculine who is here. Uh, just so incredible to have him here. Um, such a beautiful, pure heart. And I'm so thankful he started showing up for some Patreon with our live Q&A guided meditations you started seeing the shift in him every time he would talk and and the questions that he would have or his own epiphanies that he would share and then yeah he recently joined he also did the isis priest priest priestess priestess course and um and then you did the workshop recently that just um passed so incredible to have you here we need more divine masculine i know you guys are listening to me because yeah you supposedly outnumber the female who are listening to me so 60 to 40. So let's get you guys over here. Come on. <laughs> so yes, Philip, represent. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, Aurora. So I, I'm over the pond in the UK. Um, I came across Aurora through Laura Eisenhower uh, back in October, probably last year, about a year ago. Really, I watched all her videos and really connected um and then i heard that she was doing like courses like the priestess priest course and not knowing anything about it my heart just said go i've got to say i had absolutely no idea so just to give you a sort of history to me i'd been like uh like a pastor for 20 years in i guess in america i don't know does conservative evangelical make sense what that does that translate yeah great so so you know, I'd, I'd been 20 years serving and I'd seen lots of healings. It'd been great. Um, 2017, I felt something new for you. So for the last six years, I've been going on a massive, massive journey. Um, and I think let's let's start with. Um, so, yeah, fortunately, I've seen lots of sort of amazing physical healings like inoperable backs healed. I've seen a boy in a 
it was a guy who had a baseball cap on and a lump shrank on his head. That was in a sports bar. And that, that was really beautiful. And it's like the teachings that Aurora talks about Yeshua. She talks very strongly about Yeshua's um, very, very close to, um, you know, everything that we kind of do here. Um, so I joined the ISIS. Well, I was, I was on a QA and a initially, and I just asked the question, what's it going to take to make a difference? Because becoming aware over the last year of everything that's going on, um, it was just, what, what's my part? And I thought, well, it starts with me because, you know, my heart is to see the world change. And it kind of starts with you, Phil. So I joined the priestess course, other priest course, just for the guys that are watching. Um, and the thing that's really struck me is the openness and the awareness about seeing transformation happening for the kids. So I know we're on YouTube and I'll probably keep, you know, some of what I'm going to share fairly discreet, but there are things going on in the wider sector of society about children being trafficked in various areas and it just breaks my heart man it just breaks my heart and my question was what what will it take for me to do to make a difference so i've since joined these courses and i'll probably keep it brief now but some of the things that have happened since have been i mean maybe i share some no i'm not sure if i can share the stories here but some of the things that happened through um, through the priestess course or also through the aura. Um, I've trained as an aura practitioner and it's just, it's life-changing. It's amazing, genuinely. And knowing that those kids are now, knowing those kids are in a better place makes it all worthwhile. And it's it's amazing the, the understanding of the power of the imagination and how that can shift environments through our consciousness, through our imagination. And I'm just really grateful, Aura, for, for the tools. I know you're doing this because, you know, it's something you felt strongly you're to do and to share. And it was very precious. And you were concerned about sharing all this because you thought, what if this gets into the hands of someone that's kind of going to do something unhelpful? But actually, I'm grateful you have shared it. Um, and I'm grateful also to know that many of those kids now are better off and they're, they're, they're in places where they're safe and secure. And do you know what? That's what matters to me. And I'm, I'm super grateful. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Philip. <clears throat> yeah, your love, the way that you speak about children is just really immense and it just whew, hits you, you know, brings me to tears every time you speak of the love and compassion that you have truly in purity for children and the ways that you are looking to assist and save children. Um, we, we just like they, everyone here said, the imagination, the consciousness is really where all is happening through energy. So without the physical, without the illusion of the physical, it's all energy. So if we go into, say, past life regressions and we're saving children from mountains, from underground bases, that is actually happening. Timelines are shifting just like the Mandela effect. And, and that child, perhaps that was um, trafficked, is no longer being trafficked, you all. It's just that the way it worked. So maybe right when someone was going to take them, maybe they were in a festival and someone was going to take them, all of a sudden the timeline shifts where the mother notices and doesn't let that child be taken. Do you understand? So it's incredible. And then that shifts and they're how the ways that we're able to travel through time and space and go into those places. And and the you know, those of us who carry such a strong love, like you all who are listening, you carry this. What better way to be out there actively, you know, hands-on being shifting and changing the world and saving children so philip thank you for sharing that is there anything else you want to add you good 
You're muted. The, the funny thing is, this is honestly the truth. I didn't even realize it was ISIS priestess. I just said, just go and do the course. And then I was training as an aura um, practitioner. And the person I trained with, she actually, um, she in, in this sort of hypnosis regression, she became ISIS. And I was like, I've heard of ISIS somewhere. I know ISIS, what is ISIS? And then I realized, doing, doing, I'm five months into the course and I suddenly realized, oh, it's the ISIS. Anyway, it's just, it was just funny. And um, I thought I'd share that, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful the way the divine um you know gives us those clues right and um you just followed your intuition and it's, it's just an incredible the way that you shifted especially you're in the uk and we have such strong light warriors over there in the uk make sure you guys go check them out if you're in the uk now which i believe um you know we have number one is the states and i believe number two is the uk and for some reason vietnam is stepping up up there there's a lot of people waking up in Vietnam. So um, yeah, incredible. And then there's Australia too. So thank you, everyone. Let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> incredible. So thank you for holding the strong pillars of lights and source of light over there, you all. Thank you, Philip, and everyone over there in UK and everywhere you're at. I love you. Uh, incredible. Thank you. So yes. Um, and then Raven, go ahead, love you. Go. I think you're muted. Yeah. Good afternoon, everybody. I am so honored and so blessed to be here. I was, I have, I came from a medicine family and I had a lot of tra tragedies happen and I was on a medicine path. And then after the tragedies happened, I stepped off of my path and I was very fortunate to find Aurora and her Isis priestess course, which helped me to remember who I was and who I am. And I am an aura practitioner. I'm also a Ram Reiki practitioner and I am working on my Akashic readings. I'm actually working with my channeling so that I can do better with my Akashic readings. But I have always been under the fact, under the impression that I was taught by several different medicine people and Aurora is just another medicine person in my life. And I was always taught that once we heal ourselves or once we heal others we heal ourselves at the same time and I have found that doing a lot of the aura sessions and the Reiki sessions I found that I've had those people who have healed have gotten healing very deep healing out of these sessions I have also gotten healing at the same time and I but mostly I'm here as far as when we say, what are we here to do? What is our mission to do? It has always been part of my mission. I do take care of the Earth Mother and I respect the Earth Mother, but I have been told that I'm here for the animals. And I believe once we help the animals and help the animals heal, we are helping the Earth Mother herself. 
And again, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm so honored to be here and so grateful to be here. And thank you so much. And I'll leave it back to Aurora. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you, Raven. I know you were brought up really, you mentioned your grandmother, how much of a role she was, how spiritually awakened she was. And it's beautiful to have a soul here who went through that process at the beginning, because the majority of us didn't, we were, we didn't know spirituality was out there, you know. And um, so it's beautiful to that you had that generational assistance from grandmother and mother hopefully and and you and then it will continue so just um incredible thank you for joining us today so excited to hear more about you guys and then uh, we have beautiful Nu. welcome hello everybody well wow, just listening to um all of you sharing which is make my heart uh it's really expanding right now so stuck in deep breath <laughs> um yeah so i uh so uh, recently got certified uh, back in May. Um, I went to the um, retreat and it was my, interestingly, my initial intention was just going to Eureka Spring and get connected to the land. And I didn't know um, what I was like walking into. Um, so I have uh, listened to uh, discussions between like, Aurora and uh, Laura Eisenhower, um, but I didn't know anything about aura regression. So I just signed up for the retreat because I want to connect it to the lands. And it's since then, it's just like, it's just the gate is just open. And it's, all, it's only about, uh, what is this? Almost six months now, but I feel like my soul has evolved so much since then. And it doesn't feel like six months, it just feels like a long time ago because the soul has expanded um, so much. So in the past six months, uh, I also feel called to uh, develop a deeper connection with the earth and visiting different sites and help bring the original blueprint um, online. Um, so before I have, uh, before I joined uh, today's roundtable, I actually did a, a, a meditation to see what comes forward. So I, I'd like to share because it's actually tied up with everything that everybody just talked about today. Uh, so during my meditation, I see uh, the, it's like this energy flowing in, in the form of a phoenix. And she has this beautiful green, blue and yellow um, and when she comes in her energy started to disperse like the um, aurora borealis and it started to morph into a sphere just the earth that we are experiencing today and within that sphere i also see the original blueprint of the divine mother and the father which is this beautiful circular um, blue dark blue and orange energy within it and there's so much energies moving on most of them following a curve uh, patterns and uh, as they become denser uh, you see it's sort of like more meridian started to form like when you look at an orange so it's like it's forming layers and layers and layers 
Um, and then I also tap in into the toroidal field um, of the earth. And when I was in that uh, space, um, I just feel like a deep expansion in my heart, even though I practice expanding the torus field every day. Uh, that was my first time that I feel such a deep connection between what I'm experiencing in my body and what the earth is, ex is experiencing. So there is um, such a deep connection because we, we share the same original blueprint. So the more we are expanding our heart uh, through different kinds of practices, the more we are allowed that energy to, to, to flow um, so that, um, yeah, so that um, she can become more, you know, online again. Um, another thing that I've, I've also saw in my vision was that as things started to stabilize, I see the earth and there are pillars of light like Kim Shek. So there's pillar of light going uh, up and down, back and forth, in and out, in all directions. So uh it's it's like it's really amazing because i practice uh martial art and there are um basically taoism principle that uh, reflect the understanding of how the universe work so um if so within within martial art we are talking about the, the lower the middle and the upper dantians, how this energy is moving like a sphere. And the more we are able to open our heart and stretch in different direction. So, uh, so it's just like the light that going, that going in different direction, everything has to be aligned. And the heart has, has to expand because if you just, you know, do a movement with the intention of expressing power like brute force, that will not happen. The heart has to be open. So everything is aligned. Um, and there's this like beautiful like splitting force that happened. And to be in that state, you have to be healed and you have to be relaxed. So it's, it cannot come from the space of control. Um, yeah, so, so then going back, I'm saying this is because uh, there's a, such a deep connection between you know, our body and the earth. So the more we are able to embody this harmonization, we are healing the earth um, you know, herself. And there's so many different ways that we can do this. This principle is expressed through the ways we eat, the way we interact with nature, uh, the way you arrange your homes, like feng shui, um, so uh, there's so many different ways that we can engage in our daily practice to, to help bring her online. And if any one of us want to feel called for, then we can go uh, a step further, further by engaging meditation and going to certain sites. Incredible, um, beautiful how we have those ancient, you know, teachings that are still alive in the now and how they assist us until we come into the form of wow to the level that we're at now spiritually right so how 
foundation they were in your awakening and understanding energy and um learning to really hone in on that energy and um hold the space and i also love to see all your instagram um know all your instagram journeys and, and the different places you go to you live in the chicagoland area like i so it's beautiful i i you know see the images you share and then the different tartarians we're going into the buildings because that's what we're doing right we're going in and we're bringing in that organic blueprint back those temples those monuments well first for that you have to you know close dark portals call on your team you know remove you know if there's entities demonic whatever energies you have to remove those and then the organic blueprint can come back online so so um, thank you to everyone who's doing that on earth who understands that how sacred these you know temples and buildings are thank you for the work you're doing <laughs> everyone here phenomenal and then yeah so was that all of you yes yes all of you introduced beautiful so um so let's see um so who would like to speak next we could just go in whatever flow who wants to talk go ahead philip mine's going to kind of relate to tartaria because um what i forgot to say is i've trained as an architect so in the uk i practice as an architect and it's really really interesting because I know, Aurora, you love the designs of some of the buildings you see in Chicago, um, which are Tartarian. It's really interesting in the, in the English education system, it may translate to the American, but as an architect, if you come up with any ideas that are kind of classical, it's not necessarily as strict as that, but generally there is, um, there's a sort of uh, an encouragement to go with more of the boxy, modern, kind of cutting edge, clean lines. And it's, it's just really interesting because I've heard a lot of people say, why do we not see many of these buildings like Tartarian designs around? But I think it's kind of shut down quite a lot in some of the, it's just interesting in some of the architectural schools, that sort of language, because it's seen as pastiche, it's seen as, you know, just copying something that's historic and of no longer of any value. But I just thought I'd throw that out there. But um, we are working on um, doing some sort of, yeah some stuff that's very similar to tartarian designs now interestingly but i'll just throw that out there absolutely phenomenal so so in your um experience professional experience do you feel that the people now would would be able to create something like amazing like some of those cathedrals that are just the sacred geometry it's just incredible i i think the cost would be a challenge but I do think there's an opportunity you know like the Tartarians their chimneys would be their energy um, receivers I think we can start to introduce that into some of people's homes I think that's quite viable and quite possible and easily achieved yes and it's also very interesting that like houses over 100 years old also had was it the copper wire I think wiring in the walls right and then they removed all those they yanked those out and they put like whatever it is now it's like why why did they go through such an effort to do that but yeah we talk about that <laughs> and it's like the frequency the bowels were changed from four four three two to four forty but there's some really simple things you can do based on sacred geometry to harness energy so that it does affect and impact the land as well as our environments it's fascinating wow beautiful beautiful um yeah you think ideally everyone would love to have like a self-sustainable home that has some of these 
you know, etheric energies, like maybe some of the original, um, you know, copper wiring that, you know, Tesla coils and all that. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's so important too that as we're speaking about healing Tartaria and healing um, Mother Earth is that we also, if we have like any old like um, buildings that perhaps predate over a hundred years old and they, some of these, um, even homes, they look pretty, they look like Tartarian, you know, the different points and the way that they're set up. To go to those spaces, if hopefully if no one owns them, you can go and help clear these spaces and just with your love. Really the whole, especially what Kim ex explained, like being those pillars of light and pushing out the energy um, that is still retained within these buildings that are older than 100 years old. Um, but yeah, they're everywhere as we have found out. So, so cool. Thank you. Thank you, Philip. Anyone else want to say anything? Aurora. So one of the things I wanted to, to talk about is that very early on before I was more into who I feeling into who I am, I really had a lot of doubt to whatever I was doing was like, cause I couldn't see anything right. Often we're in these spaces or we're, we may not have that particular gift at that moment that we can see maybe with our third eye. And, you know, I don't necessarily see pictures in my eye, um, my mind's eye, but what was explained to me was that when we are on the land and I often kick my shoes off when I go on the land and I put my feet on the land and I am, I know that my presence, and this is, speaking to everybody who's listening to me now, now or in the future, that when you put your feet on the land and you have the intention to heal and to send love light, your codes are going into the land, into those spaces. By your physical presence, sometimes we need the human body to do that. And by you just being there and holding that space to do it, your guides, those who are around you, like you expressed to me uh, yesterday, that in my session with you is that Archangel um, Gabriel was with me most of this trip, right? So it's like the whisperings and the synchronicities of numbers. This is another way that um, she has communicated to me because as I'm going down a highway, this, and I wanted to bring this up because you just released this video two days ago uh, about the Aurora, I mean, the aura re uh, regression with, I think it was entitled She Who Holds or Time. It was something, Stop Time, She Who Who Stop Time. That was just released two days ago. Yeah, but so in her. Save Time and Space, I think it was. Called. Yes, yes. Um, because in, in one of her lives, she talks about how she was under, um, she was placing minerals and crystals in mother earth because of a presence that was not so nice was coming and it was very powerful and she had lost her family and so forth in that mission so what i wanted to let you know is that kind of a bit of a rest of a story is when i went through arkansas i didn't know i was going to salt caverns specifically i was told that i would be coming across salt caverns and that i needed to go and basically send love light and reverse any kind of nefarious energies so as i'm traveling down the highway i come across a sign that says merrimack caverns and 
I look at my clock and it's 444. And I'm like, oh, I am obviously supposed to go to this space. So I pull over and um, I actually brought a tent with me on this trip. I set up a tent that night thinking I was going to have to go into the caverns to clear space in the cavern. Well, what was actually told to me was that the, there's a Merrimack River that, ride, that runs alongside. It's a five-mile stretch of caverns. And that if I built a pillar of light that spanned across the river, that the molecules, as we know, holds about 450 um, packages, right, of, of memory per molecule, that all of that would go through the pillar of light and would um, transmute. And there will not be a place that those caverns will not be touched by the water. And that that was a more effective way. So I did that. And, but it was a beautiful way to hear of what had just happened in this aura regression into my now space and time. It was like this beautiful confirmation. And um, so I just wanted to say, no matter what it is that you feel called to do, it's like, it's just an idea is what, what ends up happening. It's an idea that pops into your mind. And the next thing you know, you might be on your feed on your YouTube and you might see a YouTube video on that same thing and voila, that's like your parts of your puzzle that spirit leads you along to the next, you know, next place. I learned in a regression uh, not too long ago, I have a dog with me. Uh, his name is Steel. He's a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Raven might like uh, speak to this because I know she's uh, with the animals. But I was found, I found out in this session that my dog was um, an angelic soul. It's really special. And has incarnated in the space and time to do these missions with me. He heals the, he actually is a grid repairer. And that when I'm on the land with him, he amplifies, uh, he, he repairs and I amplify the energy. And that by his just roaming on the ground does those things. And I call in his higher self because to me, he's just like being steel. He's like, he's 15 months old and he's, but I'm just saying that our, even our animals, we uh, sometimes do not understand all what they are here to do. And he was divinely brought through a friend of mine who happens to be a breeder. And this is part of his mission. And this is something that we are doing together. So anyway, I just wanted to express that. Thank you. I love that. That is so special. I am a vivid animal lover. <laughs> we have plenty of kitties and puppies here at home. And every one of them brings a different puzzle piece. And I see exactly what you're saying. Kim, I think you have really enticed and activated something in us because whenever we are traveling say with our animal companions for those of you who do that think about what are they really doing what's the role that they're really doing next to you and as they're walking with you or being with you or just on your everyday life they're doing a lot more than what we realize so yeah some love and appreciation for them and their beauty thank you go ahead you can go oh you're muted love kim you're muted go ahead sorry um what was explained to me is that their paws when they hit the ground it shoots energy into Mother Earth. And then as it lifts off, their paws lift off, Mother Earth's energy goes into their paws. So it's a cyclic thing that happens within their four paws. So I just wanted to, to share that. It's beautiful. 
Exactly. Beautiful. And also, is it would be even more powerful for you to sleep in the space, I feel, like they uh, directed you to sleep in that space, because you're not in your body at that point. You are traveling in your higher self form, and you are really going into those caverns astrally, yeah. right, and etherically. So that's where the work is being done. So then, yeah, you'll wake up the next day, you're like, okay, it's done. It's done. Taking care of yes. that intention. Boom. <laughs> you know? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm hmm beautiful and then we have a couple um uh questions and we have some comments oh good someone said in the comments that they've read 50 percent of the book already i wonder if anyone has completed the book i did meet a couple people maybe like a handful of people who read book the book one um uh, which was 700 pages in one in 24 hours they couldn't put it down they were just like they barely ate you know, just used the bathroom while they were reading. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so, yeah. Let us know if you read the whole the whole book. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yes. Oh, someone said that Latoya has the most vibrant smile. She does. Light just beams out from her everywhere. <laughs> and then someone said, "So nice to see you all. Beautiful faces." Ah. And someone said, "This a full moon is big as." been showing up like a spotlight through the trees on my on their property so excited for its fullness tomorrow Ooh, get ready yes yes so you know as you all know everything i do is for a divine purpose so there's a purpose and why we're here we're speaking in the ways that we can heal mother earth and why you're listening to this so that we can really just ripple that out into earth in, in this eclipse time um so mm-hmm and then someone else said uh, to Philip when he was speaking about joining Isis Pieces course, we support you, bro. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and then uh, and then someone said the giants are just happy to see us coming. Oh yes, yes, right? Because we've seen those we've seen those TikTok videos. Them hiding. Uh, yeah, for real. Um, and then, but yes, uh, the work that we do also in on Petra fine right like we remote viewed what happened to tartaria right part one and part two home Ugh. could we get any uh, gigantic than that we could i don't know yes we can but incredible and then they explained right how um everything that happened so we need to do the work in on petrifying locations and i think um kim you were mentioning how you went to the actual petrified forest right Yep, the Petrified Forest. It's a Petrified Forest National Park. It's found in the north east corner of uh, Arizona. Yep. And there's a little space in there called Crystal Garden. It's like a 22 mile, you can, it's like scenic overlooks and um, spaces where they have it. And yes, it's like this petrified wood, which I was felt so connected. I felt, you know, as I was looking out over this great, they look, it almost looks like a little miniature Grand Canyon, right, uh, in a lot of these spaces. But it was like, um, I felt so connected because as the earth is ascending, of course they are too. And they've been waiting a long time. So anyway, yes, this petrified wood. Yep. That must be incredible. Um, we'll have to all look at pictures until we could get there. But um, there must be a reason why they would, you know, for example, um, target any any location like that where literally they're you know frozen in time petrified and um, sounds like we all need to go unpetrify 
forest or any location like this as petrified. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Um, so why why did they freeze that? Hmm. Okay. And then um, and someone else said relating to what the homes are made of, we have red iron brick in South everywhere. Uh -huh. Yep. There's some strong um, energies and and minerals within the red brick iron. And then how we can use those as conduits, right? The, the energy. <sighs> Remember, even the wood, down to the wood, even if you have a wood home or brick, but I think a brick would be more powerful to um, amplify that energy. And then, as someone says, some towns are more of hubs where the resets probably start each time. Yep, I agree with you. Okay, so does anyone need to add to what we've spoken already, or we, or should we take questions? You want to add? Go ahead, Latoya. I wanted to speak to the full moon that we're having tomorrow because the energy is just so it's beautiful, <laughs> absolutely beautiful. But um, I just want to remind everyone as a way that we all can aid in this beautiful energy with healing Mother Earth is for us all tomorrow under the beauty of this full moon to take a moment and release whatever it is within us, whatever inversions, take this as a time to do shadow work. Allow this to be a time where you consciously release whatever inversions, be it a thought pattern that you're like, you know what, I don't want that anymore, or just whatever it may be, uh, relationships with people, that or your relationships even with money this is in the sign of Taurus so thinking of even your uh jobs you know 3d anything of the material uh so this is a beautiful time for us all to sit and light a fire if you can outside under the full moon you know light a beautiful fire take some time to have that sacred time not only with yourself but with mother and father as well you know, under the light of the full moon and invite in your animal companions, invite in, you know, your beloved ones and use this as a time if you can to be within sacred circle, uh, benevolently, of course, and within sacred boundaries, uh, you know, but allow this as a time for you to actually do the work that we're all speaking about. So it's not so much that we all have to consciously all the time know you know, exactly what we're doing in our higher self forms. Yes, it's amazing to know some of the work that we're doing, but understand and know that the impact that you have by, you know, taking and consciously working with uh, the moon energies in a benevolent way, not overstepping any boundaries, you know, and certainly without harming none, but ensure that you are taking that time to you know, really connect and heal. It's time. It is so time. You're not a victim. None of us are. And that is what we do as we heal Mother Earth is we regrid, as everyone has said. And that gridding is within us as much as it is within, you know, the physicality, if you will, of Mother Earth. And so I just wanted to speak to that, Aurora, because it's such a beautiful time for us all to, you know, release those inversions within, call in the archangels, you know, call in, go to, go back 
and look at some of the um, aura regressions that Aurora has released. You know, there's so much divine wisdom within them that aids us all, whether you are certified or not. You know, you can go back and as those beings are healing themselves, ask your higher self, higher self, if that is an inversion within me, please release that from me as well. You know, so this is a time to really go back and look at the archangels channelings as well. You know, they speak of so much sacred knowledge. And I know even if you're not, you know, certified, you may not know all of the alchemy, but you can connect with the essences within inside of you and, and ask, ask. And that is what the full moon tomorrow invites us all to do is to sit with the fire, get your candles if you need be, or light a fire outside, you know, grab some of your crystals and, you know, have some water. This is a time for water and actually release. And then when you go in and you're ready to prepare for bed, take the time to sit in the tub or put your feet in some Himalayan salts and water and let's really release and allow all of the elements within us to heal us and aid in healing our mother. Beautiful. Thank you for channeling Divine Mother Latoya. <laughs> Thank you, Divine Mother. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> As we just spoke through you. <laughs> so special oh i love i love that that's just the most beautiful perfect advice you just gave us for for the eclipse thank you philip you have your hand up love you can go yeah just, just a quick one really it's, it's just for the dudes if there's any i mean apparently 60 70 percent of guys are watching this so what i'd say is don't be put off by the word priestess let's face it in society it's generally mr and mrs there's generally more of a leaning towards the guy comes first just just the fact it says priestess, I think it's really honoring. It is priestess and priest. I think it's really honoring to the divine feminine. And let's face it, when things do shift, the reason things are going to shift is because we're there protecting, cheering on the divine feminine to use their genius to bring around creativity. So if you are watching, right, and you want to learn about sacred sex, you want to learn about magic animals, you want to learn about by locating telekinesis, it's a really fun course. And it's a bit like surfing waves or it's it's, it's just fun so I, I just want to say don't be put off by the fact it says priestess it's no big deal women have had to put up with this for hundreds of years coming second so you know it's perfectly right that it's priestess priest and just you know I just wanted to share that really so over to you <laughs> thank you Philip oh this is so beautiful the way you said it just just made me giggle. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> oh, we love uh, beautiful divine masculines who are in there. Also, you know, very connected and balanced with your feminine like that, right? And can own you, who you are. But you are exactly right. We are going to ascend up because the males are going to be there guarding and, and protecting the space for us. That's right. But so we do that as well as females. But yes. And you'll learn that through book two. Check it out. You really understand that. It seems like Philip already got the download, though. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Uh, Candy, you want to go? Go ahead, love. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to share something. Um, I divinely have been asked for from a higher self, which is 
of course, me very connected to Tartaria and this earth and, you know, multidimensionally. Um, as I woke up, it just flowed and poured within me what um, to share. So I just wanted to read something um, really quick, if I could, please. Um, such beauty. Okay. I'll be looking down a little bit, but my heart will always be facing forward. Um, so remembering is all about love. The truth is love. The frequency is love. You make love. You birth love as you are love. Remember everywhere you look is love. Holding that beauty within your heart at all times, even when it is most difficult. Staying strong in love for others truly helps shift and change changes, change perspectives. It shifts and changes frequencies of hearts. When you're in a situation, when you're encountering an individual that is not in their heart, but you choose to be in your heart and stay strong in there, it changes and shifts timelines. Your strong stance in your heart filled with love for yourself, rippling out to all those around you, heals, heals yourself, and in turn heals Mother Earth and all lifetime and space. All those that are not on their heart as well, but you choose to stay, it changes and shifts and heals Mother Earth on this beautiful, most divine mission. Ah! <laughs> so I just wanted to share that. <laughs> Thank you, Candace. That was so beautiful. Was that Yeshua or Mary Magdalene? Ooh, definitely Yeshua. Mm -hmm. I could really feel his energy through every word he said. Oh, there's just so much love pouring in. Um, just, just beauty for yourself, that love for yourself and that compassion for yourself first and have that ripple out just like everybody said today. So oh, thank you. Thank you, Candace, for channeling Yesha for us. Um, his words are always in, um, just admired and cherished. We could recognize that vibration and frequency anywhere. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Anybody else wanna say? Go ahead, Nu. Thank you. So I just want to uh, yes, touch about the importance of really sitting and working with the shadow, especially for uh, tomorrow um, full moon. So I also felt a very deep connections with uh, when I go into my womb and um, how it's connected to the, the cave and the carbon systems within the earth. And um, what I've seen in the in my meditation was that as the earth is rising, the serpent energy, which embodies wisdom, our shadow, is also rising. And there's light that started to open up, but we need to to assist her to um, to open so that there's more light coming in so that she can, she can rise from the earth from our womb to um you know to to ascend um and yeah this you know everybody who has um 
like this, like struggling with working with the womb, like I feel you because it's, it's, it's tough. It's just layer and layers of layers and layers of trauma through generations uh, through different lifetime. But as we keep working on healing the womb, um, we are helping the earth herself. And also at the same time, if we go to different sites, so some of these I see them as like volcano waiting to be erupted, but there are certain sites that can um, use our assistance to open up that so that when Mother Earth is making that transition, um, it's not going to cause that much disruption. Beautiful, no, that was so special. I, I, I got a vision of, it's, it's a very important time to almost feel like ourselves, like um, like the womb is a, completely embodying us, right? Our womb, our energy, to feel that energy come out from the womb. And same for the males, um, you know, the, the your creational energy and to feel that, or specifically your specific womb where you were created from, that energy through the ether, the very first spark of flame that you have ignited to call and invoke upon that especially during eclipses and then feel yourself in that beautiful plasmic sack of source womb space all around you all day long how healing is that huh that's powerful thank you new for for activating that in me i never thought about it quite like that exactly so that was powerful thank you go ahead raven you have your hand up you can go yes um, I wanted to I wanted to speak a little bit about frequencies while we are doing this um, ritual or whatever on the on the lunar eclipse um, and you're getting rid of all the shadows. I want you to understand that we manifest through frequency, so if you're getting rid of shadows get rid of those shadows and your feelings and raise your frequency for the earth mother raise your frequency for yourself because when you manifest you manifest through frequency and your emotions are connected to that frequency and as you're raising your frequency place your feet on the earth mother and ground yourself your frequency and the earth mother's frequency will connect together and that is the most beautiful manifestation at all beautiful beautiful anybody else can i add something or should we take some questions thank you and the way that you articulated every frequency and vibration through the everything that you said was felt i felt emotions um yeah in my heart through everything you said exactly breathe breathe through every emotion every frequency and just shift continue to shift because eclipses are all about shifting right okay beautiful all right so we should take some questions yeah couple questions okay we should we should probably be another 15 minutes you all because you're um yeah, wondering how long. Thank you for everyone who's watching. Beautiful souls who are in comments and over the 40 that is watching now live to right now, the second. Thank you. We appreciate you and we love you. Okay, so let's see. Um, so someone said, 
who or what inspired you to awaken Ooh, i love that word hmm. you all answer that i answer that through all my interviews how about you guys who or what inspired you to awaken for me it was the chemtrails 2013 finding out about the chemtrails and realizing what that was and what that meant that was my shift in starting it powerful thank you go ahead kim or you're just moving your hair <laughs> you go uh like for me i think it was just um I always knew I was a healer, but I didn't know in what way to, I guess, channel my creative abilities. So as I started to learn more about who I was, about how, like Raven spoke about frequencies and vibrations and how that matches, whatever that is, and um, and to be mindful of it, uh, that awakened it's like the uh and crystals crystals are what woke me up because i was teaching a um i was teaching uh during co uh the, the c word the co place you know uh during our space and time of that experience i was teaching um a hybrid uh like in the school system um chemistry and um physical science and so when we came across a unit of frequency vibration and magnetics i totally lit up and i was like chris because they talked about crystals they talked about all these you know sound vibrations and which which is why i also do sound healing and then with crystal work and why crystals are a certain vibration which is why they do the specific properties that they have and why they why they work and why they resonate so for me it was around that and about frequency and vibration Oh, yes, Crystal will do that. Toya, you want to go? Go ahead, Latoya. For me, it was more of like a, um, my whole life has been about shadow work. Um, I've always, people would always say, Latoya, why can't a conversation be easy? You know, can it just be yes or no? It's always been no, but there's also more, you know, let's go deeper. And so, uh, but my son, when I um, was pregnant, my son coming in, it was now it's time. It was go time. It was time to release and start to really go deeper because I knew that there was more. And uh, so I would say for me, it was more just motherhood really catapulted me. And then uh, get into a place of just being sick and tired of being sick and tired of whatever I was at that moment. <laughs> Beautiful. Go ahead, Raven. Well, I would like to thank my grandmother for um, awakening me or training me, whatever it is, with our family medicine and the fact that she taught us to honor our ancestors because our ancestors are the ones who fought for us so we can be here today in this time and space. And I feel like I awaken um, in different levels all the time. I may, I may have awakened as a young girl, and then as I grew and matured, I awakened to a different path. So I think that 
we may truly grow and awaken to different paths all the time. Beautiful. Anyone else? Go ahead, Philip. Yeah, I'm very similar to Raven. I'd say it's been there's been steps. There's been steps, but I think particularly over the COVID nineteen pandemic time, that was just lots of questions were asked after that. Lots and lots and lots. I mean, we just intuitively felt don't take it, but we weren't aware at that point of what was actually going on. We just felt just don't do it. And it it was a real challenge because there were lots of things going out there. If you love your neighbor, take it. And there was all these kind of, you know, it's almost it was quite a challenge and it required a lot of courage and strength to say no, no, no. I'd say that was a real, real shift. And watching how people I love and still love were, were just some of the things that happened over that period. I'd say that was that was quite a big awakening. Then I learned all about um other things which probably we have to go to rumble to talk about but um but i'd say it was it, i think i always knew as a kid there was something bigger and i reckon there's loads of people listening whether it's the recording or now who are probably very very similar um and the one thing i'd add is um the the, the things that i've learned i know i'm going back to the course but it is all part of the healing the things i've learned on the course have enabled me to become what i call more crystalline more organic and what i found is as i've changed i've become more aware of the other organic timelines and that's really i mean there's even things like i'm gonna it's, it's like in the bible i'm sure it was lion and the lamb but it now in the bible says the wolf and the lamb and i'm like when did that change and i asked anyway i could go on about this for ages but all i'd say is um it was gradual but it really changes as you change and it's like it's quite fascinating but i'd say that's been a gradual change over i don't know i'm 52 so i'd say over i don't know 40 odd years so yeah but particularly covid19 that just that was nuts totally nuts beautiful thank you philip absolutely so was a, that was a moment in time um where i've heard many woke up and started questioning you know watching trying to research whatever they could. So, you know, even though it was um, oppressing, it, it did awaken many people. Thank you. And Nu, did you share, did you? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, for me, it is, uh, it's also a gradual uh, shift, but the biggest catalyst is, uh, is relationship uh, with people, which entirely just collapsed my worldview at that point. And I just had a question, um, you know, when that happened, that if I don't see this, what else do I, I don't know about? Um, and then come back into that space of being humble and openness and having an open mind uh, and keep, you know, asking questions. Um, and then another one that also um, really activated me is, the, is my practicing martial arts. Um, I'm, I'm very passionate about it. And then at some point I just hit a, a roadblock. Um, my movement becomes really flat and two-dimensional and I can feel it inside my, my body. Um, and then it's come back to the heart. So <laughs> if you can, you have to relax. Um, you have to open the heart to let the energy channel through. Um, so 
yeah, so that's that's how I'm I'm here. <laughs> beautiful. Latoya, did everybody go? Everybody go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. I guess I'll go. <sighs> Who or what inspired me to wake up? My beautiful beloved husband, of course. Dolores was huge, but he was first before Dolores, actually. And um, the ways that he tested me and pushed me and inspired me in every way, which way he challenged me that made me lift and lift every time. And the way that he has loved me <laughs> and his infinite love is so beautiful. That helped me awaken and grow the way that you know, divine feminine should be honored and loved and respected. And it's just um, his love is definitely what awoken me, for sure. And then I woke him up 22 years later. <laughs> so he is everything to me. I live to love him as he lives to love me. <laughs> I went all romantic on you guys. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, let's see if we could take one more question. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see what they have here. Okay, so we'll take one more question and then we'll conclude today. Thank you. So the question is, did any of you ever experience interference like something or someone was trying to block you from your path? How did you know for certain that's what it was? How did you overcome it? Go ahead, guys. Would like to share. It's a good one. Go ahead, Kim. So um, I have fairly unawakened immediate family members. I have four children and a husband. I've been married for 30 years. And actually, what I was explaining to Aurora yesterday in my session um, that I was guided to actually stop shielding with using them in my shields. Now they're in my 20, they're in their 20s. Um, and it was very, at first, uncomfortable to do that because they are your children, right? And my husband still, even as an unawakened person, but your love as a mother, right? And as a wife is to do that. But I felt that their inversions were actually infringing upon me and it was tying me to them. And I, if I didn't do that, that if I didn't break free of that, I would, I would be stunted and I wouldn't be fulfilling some of the things I needed to do. And you confirmed that yesterday in my, in my Akashic reading that, yeah, had I not done that, I probably would not have been on this trip. I would not have done some of these things. And so, yeah, to overcome it just means whatever that inkling is in your heart to do, to pay attention to that. If you feel a little bit of resistance, which you would because you're human, go into meditation, into your heart, and to come to um, a good space in order to do that. So for me, it was around my actually my immediate family, and um, but the soul has a higher purpose, right? The soul. We know that these relationships are always ongoing, and so. Um, uh, that doesn't mean they'll never wake up or what have you, but that was just my particular uh, experience recently. Thank you. Yes, a very um, important role you just showed us on the ways that the mission is the grandest, ascension is the grandest. And the truth is, is that sometimes when you let people, you're doing this selflessly, 
this is the most selfless act you can do is if someone's choosing not to wake up because you need to accomplish your mission and if you if you have that density tied to you you cannot complete it because they hold you back so but we could always still send love right we can send love we can do shields and send them over to us and if over to them if they want them they can accept them because it is their choice and they're sovereign and they're free and we have to respect their choices no matter what they are so yeah i admire you kim and anyone who is um working through life and listening to the knowing and the intuition that's being given to us and then understanding that it is for the highest good and most importantly for the highest good of earth and and creation and that is actually the number one challenging um decision kim everyone has you know um, but for the most most people are like you know more of the um not so much like the spouse or the children well actually no this is it's pretty close but you know it's the outside people that they have to you know create boundaries with but yeah to raise in vibration very important thank you philip uh thank you kim you can go philip yeah i'll keep mine short to give everyone a bit more space but yeah just to echo what kim said the, the the times i'd say follow your heart I keep it really really simple follow your heart your heart is so intelligent and there are more there's more signals that go from the heart to the brain than there are from the brain to the heart that's science and i'd also say you know as a guy it is actually important to follow your heart but the program in the world basically is i mean intellect's great i think it's good but it tends to be more predominant in society it's, it's got to be here you've got to think it through actually embody yourself in your heart and you'll get through most of the challenges and find space and, and and a place to be able to rest and listen and that is how i've got through most of my challenges so i echo what kim said there beautiful thank you who else wants to share go ahead Natalia. you can go Mine come in with um, a cousin, a family member. And at the time, I didn't realize the amount of doubt that, you know, family, extended family can send you, uh, especially as you start to, you know, you're manifesting your organic timeline. And then you notice how individuals start to, you know, um, try and get you to make another choice and, you know, continue to play the inverted game. So mine wasn't just the cousin, but it was also really good girlfriends and, you know, other people that were around me that I absolutely loved. But what was um, clear, and I remember I had a conversation with everybody that I loved, everybody. And I said, look, I have to save my soul. And as I am on this process of saving my soul, you know, I love you. You know, I do. But I have to do this for me. It was about, I understood that I needed to love myself enough and I needed to understand that I was worthy of, you know, being on my organic timeline. Now, at the time, I didn't understand that I didn't use that language, but that's exactly what it was. It was me understanding and saying, I'm worthy enough and I want you to come along. Come on, you're welcome. But in order for you to join me, you're going to have to do the work as well. And yes, I was diverted off of my path slightly because I had someone who I thought they were on the path with me and we were going to do this together. And they were more on an inverted path of spirituality. 
you know, and getting around people with false light, which was a lesson for me so that I could learn to pay attention to that. So I'm very grateful for the experience. But yes, I have experienced that. And then, but that's what led me to Aurora. Had all of that not occurred, I would not have found Aurora and made the, you know, Google search that I did. And the video pops up and I look and I'm like, okay, she's true. I could feel I resonated with her energy without even uh, starting the video. And once I did, I knew I'm on my path now. I'm back. And I'll, of course, you know, the the inversions and, and the inverted people will still try to come back. And they did, you know, and I remember they asked, you know, Latoya, are you going to make this choice to, you know, get yourself stuck? And I said, absolutely not. And, you know, and I remember someone even asked me one time, Latoya, um, you know, do you think that God is only he? And I said, no, in fact, that's not correct. And I started to find that naturally I was saying things and really sharing the truth that I always knew. And so I would just say, trust yourself. Know that you already know the answers. They're already within you. You've had them all along. It's now time for you to be able to um, have that courage and know that you can, you know, go on this path and it's their choice whether they want to come along with you. But if they don't, love them. What I wish I would have known when I was in that moment with whomever asked this question is I wish I would have in that moment remembered that by sending them love and continuing to love on them right where they were, that when the time came that they would find whatever it is that they needed that resonated with their heart, I thought I had to lose everybody. And that's what hurts when you're in that moment is I thought I had to. And for a period I did, there was a time where my journey was just me and Aurora by video. You know, Aurora became my news. She became my weekly checkup, my daily checkup, my girlfriend. When I felt like that I needed somebody to talk to, you know, I would pop on a video. So there was a time where, yes, there was that journey. I had to go at it alone. Remember, you can go at it alone for a time. But now those who really want to try, you know, they will start to inquire. And you'll be strong enough when they're ready so that you can give them guidance, so that you can share with them. But there is a period where it does get lonely. You have to do this alone because it's you doing it for you. Nobody's going to save you. You are so strong. You can do it yourself. You've got this. And that's what I had to learn for me. <laughs> oh, you're in inspirational, Latoya. Make sure you guys go check all of these beautiful practitioners out under, under the directory. The majority of them, I believe, do practice publicly, but some of us just practice for our family and for the land, right? And healing Tartarian buildings and for petrified forests. Um, so yeah, but otherwise you can find them um, publicly in the public directory or at practitioners.com. Go check them out, you all. Beautiful. All right, no, you can go love. Yes, so I I want to add uh, as another layer for that uh, is uh, apart from the physical um, uh, interaction, uh, I'm struck I'm really struggle with uh, protecting myself during dream time, and also um, 
it's more uh, like engaging with energetic uh, infringement when I watch videos or movies. Um, and so with that, uh, I have, uh, yeah, there's a lot of like interference uh, and I have to go uh, through that, which was you know, not pleasant at all. But uh, it's similar to what Latoya said, like you have to go through that to um, develop the heart uh, discernment um, to, to, yeah, to, to, to figure out what is, uh, what is true and what is not. Um, so, so for me, like, it, and, and also it's very important because with energetic attacks, they are latching on your desire, but the desire is not pure. So if your desire is pure, and it's in alignment with God consciousness, um, they cannot you know, latch onto them. And, and so once there is a, um, that, kind, that, that understanding uh, is anchored in you and your heart is open, then during dream time, you will have more control. So uh, I have entities coming in pretending to be angels, uh, spirit guide, and uh, even you, Aurora, there's this lady that come in trying to like teach me stuff. <laughs> and then, but I am able to recognize, uh, to recognize that I'm not gonna go into details on how I'm, I can do that. But in the dream, because of the teaching and the transmission that, that you gave out, I'm able to discern and I'm just like, okay, peace out. I don't have to listen to you. And I just move on to another dream. Versus before I would get so confused I would get to freak out and my real spirit guide would have to wake me up so that I don't, you know, I don't, you know, like intake those information. Um, but whether it's physical or, or in the astral realm, it's all about, uh, you know, the heart, listening to the heart. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Um, you know, dream times, even, you know, dreams can be, um, mess with you know infringed upon sometimes even if we do our shields it, it can happen if, what if we missed a little a little negativity here a little something here and it's okay you know and, or a lot of those could be directly basically inverted timelines you were removing so yeah beautiful thank you no it's exactly following your heart listening to your heart okay beautiful and so yeah who else needs to go to answer that question did we answer all the question we're good all right yeah all right, beautiful. Oh my goodness, this is incredible. So if you love this video, I'm, I'm really true. We did this maybe like a month and a half ago, I think. Time is really weird to me, but I think it was a month and a half ago. If you really like this video, you'd love to see these beautiful healers who are there under aurapracticianers.com or who have done, you know, whatever course or so on, or are practitioners for the collective in any form. And you want to hear from them or remember isis priestess course akashic they've also so the majority of them had done both or some of them just have done one of those courses again november 1st open enrollment is under patreon go sign up for those for those courses um you love their energy you're going to love everyone that's in that site they're so beautiful so if you like this let me know in the comments and i will go ahead and ensure that we do this at least a month and a half I, as you know i have so much content going out every week that it's like hard for me to squeeze in videos like this, but we can do it. So if you do like it and want to hear more from of these beautiful souls, 
and I'll try to change it around so that it's different people every time as much as possible. So write in the comments and I'll ensure to squeeze that in every about month and a half, you all, okay? All right, thank you for supporting us in every which way. Make sure I'll add these their links later on um, in the comments so you guys can check them out. Thank you for being you. Thank you for healing Mother Earth, healing Tartaria, healing all our past inverted timelines, Atlantis, every, every bit of that, and saving the children everything we're doing you all i am in infinite gratitude for you and your beauty i am so proud of you i love you i love you i love you you're beautiful <laughs> we all send you a beautiful wave of love okay thank you thank you go purchase book too and read it <laughs> all right love you i'll see you guys around see you next next oh next friday i will be at a retreat so you won't see me next friday so you see me after that okay all right i love you all have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you.